1: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Well, it is a great day for talk radio and for those who are traveling Air Canada and uh, we're hoping to get somewhere, I mean, where the Boeing 737 8 uh, or Max 8 aircraft would fly. Uh, Most jurisdictions now have decided to shut that down, including the United States. In the next hour, by the way, we'll be talking to Mary Shivo, who is the uh, Inspector General of the u.s. department of transportation and uh... she'll explain what their thinking was we heard mark are earlier this afternoon and as to the question of whether or not if you were booked on such a flight would you have to uh... face a cancellation fee or would that be waived air canada has decided to uh... put in a full fee waiver for affected customers and are now working feverishly to rebook impacted impacted customers as soon as possible but they say given the magnitude of our seven thirty seven max operations which on average carry nine to twelve thousand customers per day Customers can expect delays in rebooking and in reaching Air Canada call centers, and we appreciate your patience. I appreciate yours as well. We were going to talk about uh, this other matter where the government is planning to fight with every tool at their disposal, as, by the way, uh, will the federal conservatives. Pierre Polyev saying as much when it comes to this adjournment of the meeting of the Justice Committee that shut down the possibility of Jody Wilson-Raybould coming back to speak more of her truth. Uh, Mr. Polyev after four o'clock here on the Oakley Show. Right now on the environmental file, Rod Phillips is the Minister of the Environment, Conservation and Parks, and he's joined the Oakley Show to explain all about the government fighting the carbon tax coming in on the 1st of April, as mandated by Justin Trudeau. Mr. Phillips, always nice to have you here on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, John. Great to be with you.
1: Now, I understand earlier today, uh, you and the Premier in Cambridge, uh, saying that You'll be fighting the carbon tax with every tool and power at your disposal, uh, and you say you've got something new to announce as well. What is that?
0: Well, you know, we we wanted to make sure that uh, with this, as you said, on April 1st, the uh, this, this carbon tax, the fuel part of this carbon tax is going to be coming in. That means that prices are going to be going up 5 cents a litre April 1, which is, you know, not the kind of April Fool's joke that our Ontarians uh, were expecting, we don't think. And that's going to go up to 12.5 cents uh, between now and 2022. So we know from what the, uh, the our own uh, financial accountability officer told us, that's going to be another $648 for every family. And so we are going to be making sure, whether it's uh, making sure people see uh, information at the pumps uh, as far as the fact of what the federal carbon tax is calling them, or we do events like we did today, getting out and making sure that, that people in Ontario family, that's it's known in Ontario, that Justin Trudeau is going to be bringing in this tax, and of course he's bringing it in um, he would say to deal with climate change when, you know, as you and I have talked about, we put a plan out in November uh, that made it clear that Ontario has a plan for climate change and that, frankly, Ontarians have done more than the rest of the country when it comes to climate change. Uh, so we're, you're going to hear that message over and over. And uh, we hope people listen. We hope they'll, uh, they'll let Mr. Trudeau know they don't need more tax.
1: You're actually going to post a stark reminder at the gas pump?
0: Uh, it is one of, the, one of the things that we're going to be doing. We want to make sure that people see, uh, that they are, um, you know, what they're paying and how much they're paying and what that money's going to. And, and John, this is mostly frustrating for the, for the people I talk to because they know that Ontario has already reduced emissions by 22%. That's why the rest of Canada has increased their emissions, and these are greenhouse gas emissions by 3%. So they know that the people in Ontario are doing their bit. We've committed. Frankly, to the prime minister's target of reducing by 30 uh, percent greenhouse gas emissions by 2030, we put a plan out to do that. Uh, but the prime minister seems insistent on bringing this tax in. He wants to, I guess, uh, have a conversation about something else other than uh, than the other issues you were talking about, and you, you, and Mr. Poliev will be talking about. And we're going to make sure that Ontarians know. You know, it's five cents more at the gas tank that goes up to 12 cents at the gas tank, and that's just the beginning.
1: Rod, I don't understand. And I guess the last time we spoke as well, I was equally quizzical. Here you've got uh, what you you're saying is a pretty aggressive timeline by 2030 uh we're to meet these this paris climate accord uh reducing i guess by 30 percent our uh, 2005 levels and of emissions and we're already 22 percent uh complete and so we've only got another eight percent to go but the prime minister doesn't seem to be impressed by that
0: well and and remember that that 22 percent reduction that the people of ontario and businesses of ontario have been leaders on while the rest of canada has gone up 3%. 3%. And so, um, again, we we put out a plan in November. Uh, it's, a, it's a very pragmatic plan, it's a step at a time. Um, we've put out our emission standards. We've put out around more ethanol into in uh, fuel. We've already launched that. Um, we're going to be setting up a carbon trust to help invest in that, but that's going to get us that late, last 8%. But in the meantime, the only conclusion people can draw is that this uh, this tax, as I said, which is five cents a liter starting April 1st, um, is, is a cash grab. And that's just the kind of thing that makes people cynical, uh, not just about governments, uh, John, but it makes them cynical about taking action on the environment. And that's not a good thing.
1: Yeah, and earlier today, uh, Premier Ford was also saying, that's why I'm ringing the warning bell. There's a risk of a carbon tax recession, and it's real. Although in the aftermath of making that announcement initially, a lot of economists poo-pooed that, or at least, you know, from certain sources that I read, you say what in response?
0: Well, you know, I mean, the economists will say, say what they will, but, but when you increase the price of food, which is what this is going to do, because we, we were at Challenger Trucks today, which is a great Ontario company, uh, one of the largest trucking companies in, uh, in Canada, um, you know, the cost to fill up one of those big rigs is going to go up by, by $100. Uh, that, that fee goes back into the price of what gets transported on it. So you put up the price of everything transported by truck, which, as you know, is almost everything, but let's just talk about food. You put up the price of fuel. You put up the price of heating. I mean, we live in a province where heating is something that we need a good chunk of the year, particularly this winter. Um, You start piling all those prices on, and at the same time, you are... So that, that dampens consumer spending. And then you put put a tax on job creators and this is what the premier is so concerned about, is that he talks about us competing with Ohio, competing with with other states where they don't have a carbon tax. Um, that makes it harder for people to invest that encourages employers to move out that, that's the recipe for a recession so economists uh, have their point of view but i think regular families uh, and people out there who are who are working really hard to get by understand you take more money out of their pockets you take more money away from business so they don't invest that's the recipe for a recession
1: but the way the prime minister positions it uh, the heavy emitters will pay the freight and of course the uh, lower income folk will get a rebate so uh, they'll net out to the benefit or to the upside is that a bait and switch
0: well, you know how many i mean I have yet to meet anyone who believes that when the government taxes me, i'm going to end up with more money in my pocket, but that is effectively what they're asking people to believe um, and and as I said it's going to become very stark on April first when the price of gas goes up and it's going to go up every year in a systematic way till it's that six hundred and forty eight dollars it's costing every every Ontario family so uh, Again, they can, they can say that taxes will make you money. I don't think that's going to sell real well. Um, and, um, you know, I think, I think people are, are paying attention. Again, it's not that Ontarians don't want to do their part for the environment. As I said, we've already done more. When it comes to greenhouse gas emissions, than any other province, twenty-two percent—that's seventy-five percent of that thirty percent target—and we will continue to do more. But they believe in their hearts, and I believe in my heart, John, that you can balance a healthy environment with a healthy economy, and we need to do that. And uh, you know, it's, I've I, for a long time, I was hoping the prime minister would change his mind. I, I think we're seeing he's not someone who changes his mind easily. So we're just going to have to make sure every uh, everybody who uh, who's out there knows, uh, you know, when the price of gas goes up and the price of everything that comes by truck goes up, and the price of your natural gas bill goes up, that's Justin Trudeau.
1: Again, with Rod Phillips, Minister of the Environment, and we're talking about this gas or uh, the carbon tax being imposed on the 1st of April, uh, although the, the Premier and uh, Rod Phillips suggesting they've got a better way uh, forward that uh, can sort of balance things out so uh, people aren't beggared. Now, we saw where energy poverty does become a big issue, uh, certainly you know, the hydro rates and whatever, but even folks, you know, with natural gas, the price of natural gas is slated to go up rather significantly, is it not?
0: It is. This, this, is, a, this is a tax on everything energy related. And remember, when we talk about Ontarians having paid for this, this has largely to do with the, and the increases in the, the, the GHG reductions we got, the greenhouse gas reductions we got, we got was because of getting rid of the coal plants something started by a conservative government, worked worked on by the last government. That that has cost forty billion dollars, John, to do that. For an average small business like a restaurant, um, we're talking about four hundred and thirty eight dollars a month that they continue to pay for that. So so in a lot of ways, a lot of Ontario businesses and a lot of homeowners have already paid for this. Uh, and so you know again we are committed to the same targets that they set internationally. But this extra charge is going to hurt families. Um, it, isn't going, it isn't necessary uh, in terms of getting to the objectives. And you know, when you're at great companies like the Premier and I were this morning, and they want to invest more in this company, in this and uh, their company we, we see the, the changes they've already made very positive changes to improve their their fuel efficiency to reduce emissions um, they're just asking the question you know how much is enough and how much tax can this federal government think they're going to take from people and from employers before before it really affects the economy in a bad way
1: finally I've got to ask because I know you're planning to challenge this or you are uh, on constitutional grounds could you maybe restate the premise of that complaint
0: Absolutely. Well, Saskatchewan and ourselves and uh, and also New Brunswick's looking at it are are challenging the, the federal government's even right to impose a tax um, like this. Of course, the federal government doesn't call this a tax. That's part of the problem. They, they've called it a charge, so we're challenging them there. But our court case will come, come in April, following on Saskatchewan's, uh, which was last month. And essentially, the argument is that you know, the federal government does not have the right to unilaterally impose a charge or a tax on some provinces on everything, uh, and and to to do that really um, impedes our 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 government's role in terms of protecting the environment, and it really opens up a whole range of other significant constitutional issues. And this is why, John, you've got six provinces now six provinces, and provinces represented by the NDT, by the Liberals, and by by Conservative government, all opposing the federal government's climate plan. The provinces from Alberta, through the West, and on the on the East Coast as well. So this is, um, you know, the, the federal government does not have an agreement on a carbon tax. We all agree on fighting climate change and doing the right thing, uh, but uh, but we just can't let them impose this on people, and as the Premier has said, and as I've said, we will use all the tools at our disposal, including the courts, but including the court of public opinion, to, uh, to fight this.
1: And we'll stay on that file as well. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Rod.
0: Thank you, John.
1: Rod Phillips, again, is the Minister of the Environment, Conservation, and Parks. And that one's, you know, just a, a few weeks away from imposition. We'll see how people like them apples once the costs start filtering through. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.